You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 188. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I'm joined over Discord by the Nintendo aficionado and artist extraordinaire, Roshan Warner, at Roro. I had something I was going to say today, but I forgot what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that's well, that's what I'll say today. <laughs> I have to remember for next week then. <laughs> I I won't. <laughs> uh, the host of Large Popcorn and Video SAS Christian Macias at ISO Christian. How many of us are on this call right now? I count one, two, three, four. Top four. It's coming. Thank you. It's coming. Top four. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> I don't know who's coming, but somebody's coming. It's it's sports. I'm. Oh, good. Good. Oh God. The Talatubby and the DMZ Daddy himself, Gage Dumpster at Gilbo Biggins. Uh? <laughs> nice, nice. Everybody's here for it. Thank man, you. That was like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was in my ears, man. <laughs> <laughs> And you know it's what's like in, in the room. You know what's in the, the listeners' ears. Us. And thank you to every one of them watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time on youtube.com slash at podcastpxn and twitch.tv slash podcastpxn as well. The topic of the show this week, guys, is some news on some AMD handheld systems with their new chips on the way. We got some hot and spicy details that uh, just came out a little bit ago. I don't know if Gage saw this yet, but uh, it's going to be spicy, spicy. But the show always starts with the quick bites, guys. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Our first quick bite, Sony has officially acquired Firewalk Studios to join the PlayStation Studios family. Um, I think it was about maybe a year ago, maybe a little bit longer ago that they announced a partnership with them for their, I think, first game, possibly. And uh, now they announced that they are officially acquiring them. So very interesting. What do they do? What are they they made? Now they're part of the family. I I don't know that. I think they're a new studio, weren't they or no? Yeah, yeah. That's what I I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I wonder what they'll work on. Is this the one that's uh, Jade Raven or no? That's another. That is nope. That's not even Fire Sprite. That's a uh, Haven Studios, right? Haven, Haven yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although this is another uh, Pacific Northwest studio, game studio now. They're in Bellevue, Washington, just right outside Seattle. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I sure hope I sh- it sure would be nice if there was some sort of showcase to show us all the stuff that these studios are working on. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, there's rumors. <laughs> it's coming. It will return. But nice. <laughs> uh, also, guys, Xbox is working on a sequel that they're saying will reportedly take 10 years to develop. My lord, a decade. 
and game development, which I guess isn't that crazy anymore with uh, some of these games that are coming out. But many are speculating that it could be Elder Scrolls 6. Uh, it went into pre-production many years ago, so possibly 10 years would, you know, put it in a time frame that would be, what, 2028 maybe or 2029, something like that. Uh, so yeah, uh, a decade, a decade. I don't know if that's like the excite, exciting, no. like a tagline they think it is, or no, yeah. if that's even what they're trying to do. That's like, dang, 10 years out? 10 years from when it was released or when announced, or 10 years from now? I think 10 you know? years from when it was, yeah, started. I think it means span of, yeah, span of development, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's even in like production now. Because I'd gather it was like in early pre pro when yeah. it was announced, yeah. Crazy. A lot of money. Indeed. Indeed. A lot of money. And almost certainly, almost certainly Elder Scrolls, too. We're all in agreement on that, right? I don't know what else it would be, honestly. I don't. Yeah. I I can't see anything else. Yeah. Just just think about the date 2030, you know? Seems so far away. I don't like it. Yeah old very old yeah well one of us will (laughs) we all age (laughs) yeah but some of us faster than others well that's debatable uh anywho blizzard has announced a final surprise beta weekend uh for diablo 4 that is on the way the timing couldn't be worse for me put it into my fucking (laughs) veins now it's it is coming May twelfth, and it's called the Server Slam. And of course, that date may sound familiar because May twelfth is the day that Tears of the Kingdom comes out, Zelda. So yeah, yeah, that's rough. Nah, Diablo players are freaks. They'll no, they'll yeah. they'll be all over this. Yeah. Yep. Gage will be all over it because Gage I'll doesn't be have a it. switch. Fucking yeah. Server Slam, Headboard Slam, whatever, man. Uh. There is there's some. The, there's the the Venn diagram of Zelda players and Diablo yeah. players. There's a little bit overlap. Me and I'm in there. I'm, I'm in that. Yeah, get up in here, dude. Put yeah. it in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, jeez. Uh, and also, people can people can unlock the rewards that were available in the first two betas as well, which is cool. As well as they are adding an additional reward. If you are able to beat a Shava, which is the big bad monster, which me and Gage got destroyed by, so good luck to you people. Which actually, you ended up beating him, I think. Gage, I did, yeah. End. I yeah. stayed, I stayed up till the next uh, world event, and I did. So I wonder if that means that I have to do it, or if I don't have to do it. I don't. Think I know forever. I don't think you do. I think they said if you earned it um, previously, I don't think you have to do it again. Cool. Yeah. The big ass dragon. Absolutely. Well, it's probably not a dragon, but some sort of large mass. dragon-looking thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gage will have to exactly, go. precisely. It's a large <laughs> mass. <laughs> Gage will have to pull me along and help me beat that. Uh, this next I one is outdated, by the way. Oh, oh shoot! 
it's outdated already <laughs> time time just moves so quick but now super mario brothers movie is up to a global total of over 900 million dollars thank you Jesus. christian for updating that that is insane. Yes. on track for a bill pretty soon isn't it not out day. like worldwide yet isn't there some areas Japan. that it still needs to right yeah yeah so that's insane God. crazy it's not out in japan i don't think so or at least it just came out maybe um uh april 28th, april 28th. Yeah. yeah wow <laughs> yeah that's crazy uh done deal dude yep Zane. hello i just want to shout out kirk on the chat he is here joining us live kirk the real ones i still have to see it I still have to see a Super Mario movie. You're lying. Yeah, I'm, I wish wow. I was. I wish I was. I will be the one to tip it over to a billion. <laughs> Hell yeah, My brother. single ticket. You're the Imagine. <laughs> you want to go see Super Mario Bros? I haven't seen it yet either. Heck yeah. Oh my god. Wow. What are we, what are we doing here? Jesus. <laughs> we could be watching the Super Mario Bros movie. We had a review on this movie <laughs> with only one person that watched it. I had seen it. I had seen it by then, Dan, but I wasn't around. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Moving on. A super majority of workers at Sega America Irvine headquarters has announced unionization. Uh, they announced that they're unionizing with the Allied Employees Guild, improving Sega Aegis in partnership with Code CWA. So very good news for the employees at Sega and uh, seemingly setting an, another standard to uh, kind of continue this amongst the in industry. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Big dub. Sonic sweep continues. <laughs> it's all thanks You're so to right. <laughs> so right, bestie. <laughs> well, guys. You know what else is right? A Horizon Forbidden West sequel is on the way, maybe? Question mark? Guerrilla Games appears to have quietly announced a Horizon Forbidden West sequel while detailing a management reshuffle on its website. We have full confidence in our new leadership as they steer Guerrilla towards a bright future, expanding the world of Horizon with Aloy's next adventure and our exciting online project. Read a post by Eurogamer announcing the departure of veteran studio director Angie Smets. Very uh, I, interesting. I, I don't know, man. I don't know why they had to like shoehorn in this like, oh, Aloy will be in another game. They could have just Aloy done the uh, turn. I, I, no, <laughs> legit though. Like, if you had finished, if you I mean, there's non non spoilers, but um, if you finish the sequel, Forbidden West, it's very clear they're positioning like a, a a big third game and the game sells well enough it's like okay they're probably gonna do a third game and then if you're gonna announce it announce it in like an exciting way with like you know a tease of some kind just saying on paper like hey we're reorganizing gorilla congratulations to like the new studio head by the way they, um clearly sony has faith in them but then just like yep we're working on another uh aloy horizon game yeah of course now the question is pretty. i don't know why i'm mad about this <laughs> the question is what game's gonna come out during that time frame you know of that third game to really screw with it a generation oh defining my. one yeah. <laughs> not again 
Hopefully the third time's a charm. GTA 6? Actually... Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> it could no. very well be that. That's actually possible. Oh, man. Hopefully third time's a charm, and they and they don't get a get a game that is going to outshine it or take away maybe not outshine it but you know take away that mind mm-hmm. share i guess yeah there uh on the back of that as well ro you shared this uh burning shores is getting review bombed right now which is of course the first dlc expansion for forbidden west and metacritic responded as well uh horizon forbidden west okay i don't need to read that that's an explanation of what the game is <laughs> oh wait okay okay i i didn't read the whole statement there okay i, I thought it was about to explain what horizon forbidden west was i'm like <laughs> what why are we, we explain it? no okay uh it's the latest game to get review bombed by users on metacritic this time over a romance between aloy and sika is that how you say mm. uh a new character from the DLC in which the two can share a kiss if a certain dialogue option is selected. Just a few days ago, the user score was a 2.7 out of 10. Now it's risen barely to a 4 out of 10. The most significant dif- difference, however, is that the most helpful user reviews no longer, no longer all contain blatant homophobia. They are, however, almost all 0 to 2 out of 10s, now mostly complaining about the writing or PS5 exclusivity or bland characters. Sorting by date, however, we are back to homophobia, and now users are also scoring <laughs> the game. Uh, yes, who's wh- back? <laughs> while complaining that Metacritic is deleting user reviews. Users are now vaguely disguising the homophobia with phrases like, I feel uncomfortable in a particularly absurd scene, 0 out of 10 understand when a person turns on the video game they don't want to be participating in cheap and poorly done activism zero out of ten bro like virtue yeah. signaling get real get a job. these lives are out of control man women kissing women in today's <laughs> day and age this is unacceptable zero to ten the thing get, that make... go, go for a christian sorry they get mad about this like they don't look up lesbian porn on porn right up. right that's what They're, i'd say bro. yeah yeah there's there's that, but there's also because I know the same people who are upset about this are also the same people who are saying that Aloy is ugly, and now they're mad that she's kissing a girl. It's like it's weird. It's really weird. It but is. Uh, yeah, but the, the yeah, Christians are. No, you you were leading up something. I'll I'll add after. Um, no, just saying that finally Metacritic has is seeing this because this isn't the first game that that this has happened to. There's other games that have been wrongfully review bombed for similar things whether it be the last of us part two with i mean there was obviously other situations in that game that caused the review bombing but there were gay characters in that game too but this happened before and it's good to see that metacritic is finally possibly trying to take a stance against unfair reviews on the site and see how they combat that i'm interested to see what that's like but yeah it happens for like everything when it's like audience stuff. And the thing about Aloy specifically is like, there's like three things here. One is that there was enough room in the original game to label her as some kind of a queer coded character. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean queer as in like gay specifically, but like some kind of other, right? Where even just asexuality can be queer because that's different from the norm of like heterosexuality, right? Also, spoilers for the first Horizon, but like the person that Aloy is based on, I think is. Uh, if I remember right, she either is a lesbian or we assume her to be based on her relationship that she had in the, in the game. That's one thing. Two, gay people exist. You know what I mean? 
And three, just uh-huh. get real. Get a job. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. I think uh, one of the conversations that I saw around this is like, should Metacritic in- introduce something where like you have to link your um, your gaming accounts like Xbox, PlayStation, etc. Yes. And you have to actually own the game to be able to review it, because I feel like that would help stop some of this or at least, you know, I feel like a majority of it, really, because these people Probably. complaining about this wouldn't buy it. I think that's a, I think that's a good idea because like this is and this is part of the, this is the tricky thing. Like I feel like simply doing that would skew things more towards reality in terms of what the general populace actually thinks of this game, like in terms of people that actually bought it. But like the tricky part is that if like if somebody does buy the game and they do give it a 0 or a 2 out of 10, it's like they're and even though they're they're almost certainly fucking wrong, like they are entitled to to do that. But I still feel like having some sort of verification needed would at least skew the averages back to where it should be because you do have a lot of people just like getting on the bandwagon. And like we've seen this with Last of Us Part Two, we've seen this with the Last of Us HBO series, which is there's a hilarious little graph going around that shows you how there's like a fucking noticeable dip in the ratings <laughs> for every episode that has like extensive gay characters on screen oh like three so it's episode three episode three and seven specifically like everything yeah. else is like nine nine eight point nine and then it's like seven and then it's like up again and then it's like six point nine and it, yeah it's like ridiculous so like i don't know i i feel like in terms of this specific scenario uh yeah needing to link your xbox account or playstation account would be nice then there's the logistics of like how does that actually work and how invasive is that but they need, uh, yeah, some sort of some sort of thing would be nice because I like looking at Metacritic as what it's supposed to be, which is a statistic based tool to like help you make decisions. But that's kind of been thrown out of whack for a while now with all the review bombing going on. I mean, Steam does that, right? I mean, it's easier because the, it's the reviews mm-hmm. thing is on their their actual s- platform, but you can't review a game unless you put a certain amount of hours into it. I don't know how yes. the hell you're going to give a game a zero out of ten, but if you give a game a zero out of ten. And you've played it. I'll value that zero out of ten a little bit more. Not much, but right. a little bit more. Exactly. So like at least I knew you played it. But half like you've zero... gone through all the steps to get yeah. to that. You know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? Like I think yeah. you're wrong, but you've done everything you need <laughs> to to get to that score. Like whatever. <laughs> what What would even put you at a zero out of ten? Like the game would have to be non-playable. I feel like for me. That's the thing nowadays. Are there any other like even like with The Last of Us Part Two? Like when people were giving it like four out of ten, it's like really like on graphics and audio alone. <laughs> are we Are we in the same universe right now? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. No, I don't think there's been a zero out of ten game released by anyone in the past like I don't know five years. Like realistically speaking, well, maybe that you... any, like, major studio, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Major studio. Yeah. Maybe Balance Wonder World. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's yeah. probably the closest. What is Blue Box Studios doing right now? You think? <laughs> Getting acquired, probably. They're abandoned. Abandoned. Yeah. Oh, those guys. Game. Yeah. Oh. Fake game. Hmm. Not good. Not good. Guys, leave them alone. They're trying their best. Glenn Glenn says Disney Speedstorm is out. That might be a game that gets that a true. 0 out of 10. <laughs> Kurek in the chat saying he's giving us 3. He oh, says No Man's wow. Sky 0 out of 10. Cyberpunk 0 out of 10. Fallout 76 no, 0 out of 10. Oh, come on. Even launch No Man's Sky was <laughs> not launch, a 0 out of 10. Says, upon, Kurek, upon launch. 
Upon launch. Yeah, upon launch. I still don't think. <laughs> I I still though, even at launch, yeah. man. Jerk, you put me in a hard. You put me between a rock and a hard place. All right, because I've labeled <laughs> you as base this entire podcast, and now <laughs> and Gage you're is saying off. some pretty outlandish things right now. Gage is often around hard places, if you know what I mean. That's no? true. You spend a lot you of time with Christian. Portland. Oh, nice. We went the same. <laughs> <laughs> Did the same joke. Uh, mm-hmm. He does like all three of them, though. He just okay. says upon launch they were they were not up to snuff, which That's I agree that, with. and that is fair. Yeah. Definitely not up to snuff on on launch for sure. But you know what is up to snuff at launch? Oh, God. Dead Island Two, which has sold one million copies in three days, which is actually very surprising to me. I didn't expect it to sell that well. Uh, so it's seemingly doing well. Uh, a million copies is not anything to take lightly, I think. Um, and actually, I think from the interest that I've seen other people talking about this game, I think if this game goes on sale eventually for a good price, I may pick it up just as a little bit of a dumb, fun type game. I don't know. Nice. Yeah, I'm surprised as well <laughs> by the number, but good for them. Good for them. For them. Who's out there playing it? I want to know. <laughs> Greg Shout Miller. out to them, dude. Shout out to them. Yeah. That's his job, though. That's different. That's, yeah, that's fair. Dead uh, Island 2? Apparently it's fun. Apparently, it's it's exactly well. The reason that I think it's it's grabbing with people is because it's one of those games that we've been talking about, where it's not open world. It's just like mm. it's like from whatever sure. from what I've read, it's hub based, like God of War, like the new God of War, where it's like, oh, you can go off in these different directions, but then as soon as you're done, you have to come back. It's because it's not woke. That's true. That's, right. no That's true. Characters. Keep these dang lesbians away mm. from my friggin' zombies, or else. Um, good point. <laughs> good point. <laughs> I was going to say something and then I'm like might be a little too graphic for the show two two male zombies you know oh what are you you going on about man (laughs) I don't know Uh, moving on five (laughs) (laughs) there's five new Redfall themed limited edition controller designs that you can use on Xbox Design Lab right now which is Interesting, because I don't know that they've done this before, where you can basically create um, custom designs in Design Lab. So that's pretty cool uh, to have like they, these pre-done designs. They, they did once, I believe it was. It might have been the Forza one, but they added one of the face plates as an option. Like it was a separate controller that they made, but you could also add it in Design Lab and then put your custom stuff on it. They've only done it once before. That's not something that they do normally. Got it. Mm. Hmm. Honestly, this uh, that this probably makes more sense for them to do uh, production wise too, because then you're not making a million special edition controllers, not knowing if people will actually be interested in buying them. <laughs> From a business perspective, it's makes right. Sense. But mm. anywho, all right. Uh, Nintendo guys has announced that they will be at Gamescom this year. Uh, so that's that's new. I don't think that they've ever have they been to Gamescom in the past. Yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah, so, yeah, they're yeah. gonna exhibit as well, which is interesting. So they pulled out of all the other conventions like E3 and everything, but they're coming, coming, <laughs> coming to, to Gamescom. Gamescom. Does this mean we're getting a Switch announcement there? Oh, a sequel announcement? 
I don't think so. No, that'd be great. I, I would doubt but that. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I I have I have a feeling that this is probably the least fun thing, and in it, that it's just them advertising the games that are already out, and you get to play them on the show floor or something like that, and they have nothing to announce if they're ex- exhibiting. It's not like a presentation. You know how they have booths and stuff. Wow, yeah. you've got no hope for this, huh? No hope. Yeah. No hope. <laughs> No, I've never Boring heard someone games. more disenfranchised. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, like, what what are they going to announce? That's I don't know. I feel like if they were going to announce something, they would do their own own thing. Yeah, an update on Metroid, or maybe the like announcing that Metroid Prime Two and Three are available to play on Virtual Console or whatever, or on yeah. Switch. Oh. Smaller updates uh, of that sort. Could happen. Could happen. Could happen. And our last quick bite, guys. Final Fantasy 16 is getting some contr- a controller and some PS5 covers that have been announced, custom made. And yeah, why is it two different color blacks? <laughs> Be careful you. with your wording there, Daniel. I was gonna, I was <laughs> gonna say something so spicy, but I just left. Well, it. I'll say this: that that plate cover, not enough. Pretty pretty bland. <laughs> For it to be kind of a special edition for Final Fantasy 16. Obviously, yeah. even the logo is a little bit too small for my taste. Mm. A little tiny, a little tiny. Controller's kind of nice, though. And for context, I mean, like the little section where the. Yeah, no, we got you. Thumbsticks well, for the mm-hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. It's a different color black. Whatever you, right. whatever you say. <laughs> Colorism in video games. Wow. <laughs> First, it was lesbians. <laughs> My, t- t- you know what? To this day, and I say, have you seen your keyboard? <laughs> My keyboard? Yeah, I, I have. What you mean? Is it? What are you talking about? What's going on? Riveting podcast material. All these inside <laughs> jokes no one knows about. Yeah. What the heck? Uh, street meets, guys. Ubisoft has reportedly canceled a Splinter Cell Battle Royale. If I could speak, Battle Royale. I still can't say it. Battle Royale <laughs> game weeks before it was set to be announced. Which, after I read this a little bit, you guys are gonna fucking just destroy me for this. But oh, no. after I read no. this article, <laughs> I was actually somewhat intrigued by the because it seems more like an ac- extraction shooter than it, a battle royale. From what I was mm. reading about it. And it sounded fascinating, like if they did it like in like a, you know, if you're in a big factory or something and like you were trying to stealth around and kill people and then extract and steal their loot and extract. I don't know. The idea kind of sounded cool. We just played. Game, a Call of Duty clone that we figured was like not going to last very long. I think an extraction shooter made by Ubisoft is going to last very long, Dan. I'm not saying does that does this does this does that get your nostalgia going of all the times that you spent in the Splinter Cell universe doing extraction shooter things? No, I just thought it sounded cool. I think it sounds like they need to worry about their franchises and staying true to them instead of turning everything into a fucking battle royale open world. That is fair. You know what game looks interesting? The finals. You know what I mean? Yes, that's neat. Actually, that's a neat game. That's uh, innovation. <laughs> I knew you guys would That's destroy innovation. me for that. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad take. Okay. Well, 
before again. <laughs> well, <laughs> on to our uh, second street meet item. Armored Core's release date, possibly? Question mark? Christian? This comes from Insider Gaming. Uh, a little while ago, we got confirmation from Kamatsu that Arm Armored Core 6 fires of Rubicon was raided in Korea. Shout out to them. Shortly after, uh, sources close to Insider Gaming revealed to them that the Armored Core 6 release date uh, is in August, specifically August 25th, 2023. Very soon, uh, and there are speculations now that it will get shown somewhere, either at, at, a, at a maybe like a summer state of play, but more specifically with their relationship to, to Jeff Keighley at the uh, Summer Game Fest on June uh, 8th. Very interesting. Wow. So... Sorry, I, I I think I may have missed that. The announcement of the release date will be announced in August, or the, the release date is in August. The release date is in August. We know that for sure. Oh wow! Okay, that is the like sources close to them reveal that this is the date. Okay, um, that's oh. the speculation is like when it's going to be announced. Okay, cool. Wow, that's way sooner than I thought. Nice. No, we knew it was going to be this year. I just didn't think it would be in summer. I thought it'd be like later in the year. Yeah. But cool. From soft, don't doubt them. I I will never do it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Keeley's got it good with them, getting all the scoops. Yeah. yeah. How about a scoop uh, like this? PXN News of the Week. Microsoft's Activision Blizzard acquisition has been officially blocked by the UK's CMA, which is their regulatory board. Um, so officially... They, CMA more like happening. can't make acquisition. Yeah. Nice dude. <laughs> uh, because of cloud gaming. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is the surprising part of this whole thing. They didn't approve it because of cloud gaming, which seemingly is the most inconsequential thing in this whole thing. No, in my opinion. naturally we want to like, protect the cloud gaming market. Right. I mean, maybe in the future I could see cloud gaming being in a position to be, you know, to warrant this but like i don't really understand how that would put them in a better position cloud wise versus anything else um daniel you need to think of the cloud gamers <laughs> they're know. like virtually none dude yeah <laughs> that uh, pool is so small granted are they future proofing you know like even still 10 years out i reckon that pool is still like growing not anywhere close to ubiquitous as any kind of other platform gaming you know what i mean maybe 15 to 20 years then we can talk but right i don't know yeah i yeah and i we discussed this a little bit in our dms but like i think that this is signifying the nail in the coffin for this deal i don't see the i don't see any path forward at this point they are putting in a, a appeal uh, Bobby Kotick talked about how they're appealing and Microsoft uh, CEO uh, or President Brad Smith, I think, said that they were appealing. But I, I don't see any way forward because uh, people have been saying that the CMA doesn't typically overturn the ruling rulings like most of the time. I don't personally see them overturning it. And with the FCC deal, with them suing Microsoft to stop the acquisition in the U.S., I, yeah, I think this is probably the end of it, but obviously not the end because this is going to drag out for months and months. Um, but yeah, I, I think this effectively kills this deal, um, which is interesting. And then they'll owe uh, APK $3 billion in breakup fees. Yeah. 
Bro, I wish I could get breakup freeze. <laughs> I know, dude. Where's my money? And you know, and you know damn well that Bobby is gonna get a cut of that, which is even oh, yeah. worse. Like, and that's the worst thing about this whole thing is that he's still gonna be in charge and I... and get money for it. Yeah, he gets rewarded at the end of the day. Yep, <laughs> he gets he gets a golden parachute either way. Yeah, whether the deal goes through or not, it does. Right, that's crazy. Damn, what a roller coaster. <laughs> at, le- at least for weird. me, I could have like, I... sworn. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, at least I'm sure we may have all felt the same way, or maybe I, I'm alone in this, where I th- I thought it was going to go through multiple times, and there were multiple times where I thought, no way this is going through. And then I thought it was going to go through, and now it's not going through. It was like, it's like yeah, crazy the, the roller coaster. Articles were out this week saying it's expected to pass. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I'm not crazy in seeing like a week ago, two weeks ago. I could have sworn I saw articles well, saying CMA is expected like Monday. to approve. Last yeah. night, last night, IGN posted that this is expected <laughs> to go through. And then this morning was the news. It's like, like nope. what the frick? Wow. Yeah. Oh, rest in peace. We have not heard the last of it. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Jim Ryan. Good job, Jim Ryan. <laughs> No, Phil Harrison, supposedly. He's. Good job, is what Phil I Harrison. heard. <laughs> Phil... He's the blank, essentially. He's the dude that, like, what? He's the, the previous, before Phil Spencer? Phil... He was the guy that, what? Harrison, right? The dude that, like, invested into, like, cloud gaming, like, back when the Xbox One, I think, was announced. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. I see. Because Phil Harrison was with Sony and then he joined Microsoft, yeah, around that time. Yeah, I, actually, there's a funny meme that Phil Harrison has killed uh, everything because he that's went... that's what I saw. Like it was oh. regarding that. Oh, yeah, okay. but I thought you were... he's the one to blame for this. Essentially, I gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. He killed Xbox One launch. He killed PS what PS3. He killed Google Stadia. <laughs> he killed it all. And now this acquisition, and he's not even at a, uh, Xbox. Yeah. Interesting. Everything he tons, touches turns to shit. <laughs> oh, you know what doesn't turn to shit? <laughs> hey, that was good. Yeah. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has gotten some gameplay impressions being swag broadcast everywhere. Oh my gosh, it looks so freaking good, guys. So good. There's a lot of shit. Oh. Did you guys have a chance to see any of these impressions, videos, or anything? I saw two 15-second clips on Twitter. That's fair. Exactly <laughs> two. I, I I mentioned this to you, Dan, but yes. I watched uh, Skill Up's preview, and I watched Good Vibes Gaming preview, and I was watching a little bit of Brian Altano's when you, you were saying that you were watching it. But yeah, I agree. Looking, looking crazy. Yeah, some of the Stupid. things... That Brian was making the vehicles and stuff that he was making was getting me excited to to check those out. And like uh, I put it in here as well. But one of the cool things that I thought about that was if you build like a really cool vehicle that you really like, you can save that blueprint, so to speak, so that you can continuously build it in the future without having to like, oh, man, what did I do there? Like having to remember that um, it'll just save that for you, which is really cool. Very Okay, I need so to nuts. Bro, it's so stupid. I just bring your games to PC. Like, I'm so salty about this that this game looks fucking fantastic, but I refuse to play it. On, I'm not oh, buying gosh. your stupid console. <sighs> Dude, this game Pretty looks so. incredible, though. Like, 
Yeah. I'm in a weird spot where I hate it. I hate it, but also if it was on PC, I would be there in a second. Yeah, kind of a. Mm-hmm. I don't feel you. I, I'm playing it on the Switch. I enjoy it on the Switch, but yeah. I, I feel bad for you. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I feel bad for you, son. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that kind of bummed me out was that, like, I, the first thing I saw about this was that Gene Park uh, in the morning with his uh, Washington Post impressions was like, there are dungeons. And then I looked in the comments and Brian Tunnel was like, I don't think that was a dungeon. And then the whole day, people have been like quote tweeting Gene Park being like, oh my God, dungeons are coming. And it's like, I don't think that, I don't think that's true, unfortunately. I'm kind of mm-hmm. bummed, but games, it looks good. Be fun to find out. What What's I the... like to find out. Sorry, go ahead. What's the importance of dungeons? And what do you mean? Like, what's They're the big everything. deal? They're everything, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild is like the only Zelda game that does not have dungeons. Dungeons are like the like the very very like huge like boss areas where like you have to go through and like how do how do I how do I explain dungeons? I don't know. Like solve puzzles. Like, really <laughs> like I know what a dungeon is. I just didn't yeah. know what the importance was to the Zelda franchise. So why? They're just really really, really fun. <laughs> They're just really fun and kind of like a staple in this series so when they when yeah. we didn't have them for a bit it was kind of you felt it i guess oh, okay here's an example for you gage when we went into one of those areas in diablo 4 beta and you got to the end and fought the boss like that mm-hmm. like that like that okay what i like really like oh sorry go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, like in like in older games like you would finally make it like into the dungeon and you get like a new uh item that you can use along the way and then you have to use this item to traverse like this you know huge area solve puzzles backtrack opened yeah mini bosses and then the big boss and then like now the whole game opens up now that you have access to like this new item that you required in the dungeon so breath of the wild was the only game that did not have that oh no eric says i was perfectly happy without dungeons Uh uh-oh Kirik, see? That's not me. Like, it's Kirik. <laughs> Today, you're um, off your rocker, my guy. I mean, yeah, okay. I won't say anything. Zelda's, <laughs> Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game, so it not having dungeons, I guess, didn't really ruin it. But it would be great if it did, yeah. you know? That's what I, that's where I am on it. Yes. yes. But uh, what I really liked about the, uh, the, the previews is, and watching multiple is how everybody attacked the same situation so differently and how there's, like, a... Um, there's like a enemy outpost and the treehouse Nintendo treehouse people told them, okay, get inside of that, that, uh, that tower. And everybody had like a different way of getting in there, whether it's just storming the entrance or making a crafting, a a, a crap, I don't know, an airplane to get over all the enemies or use the abilities. And it's like, oh, I, I love that. It's so cool. Someone was like sneaking through by using the, the one that like makes you go through like ceilings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool. And, and there was... Oh, sorry, go ahead. There was another puzzle that someone had to do. And almost... This was funny because almost everyone did this one the same way in a way where they just avoided the the, the logical thing to do, which was use the, the thing to make the path to get to the thing. But everybody just made something to avoid using the path to get to the thing. And then once they got to the thing, the people were like, you could have just turned this and you could have <laughs> used the path. It's like, oh... But what I did was more fun. And it's like, I, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah, Brian, in his preview, Brian was like, you can actually turn this? What the heck? Yeah. I know what you're talking about that point. Yeah. That's Almost funny. everybody did not turn it. It was it was funny. Yeah. Gaming. Gaming. Very cool. Uh, 
you briefly mentioned Gene Park, Christian. He uh, he posted as well, talking about performance. He said, it performs quite well. I barely noticed any frame rate drops that were as bad as Breath of the Wild. The image looks really sharp, too. Uh, he says, at, at the very least, this isn't just a Wii U port like Breath of the Wild. This is pushing the Switch to the limit. The draw distance is massive, which, man, the, the previews definitely showed that very well, like, I was surprised at how nice the draw distance was, especially like in the floating islands and stuff and still seeing like far into the distance and the land below that. It looks very impressive. Um, technologically. Yeah. And See, this is when I maybe maybe I'm just a hater boy, but like the tagline pushing the switch to its limits doesn't sound all that impressive. <laughs> Might sound a little scary in like some other context. That's true. It's like, oh, no, that's fair. Um, this is this is all, all out my ignorance. And when I had sent this uh, to the DM and, and the Twitter chat, our private little, private little Twitter group, I had completely forgotten that uh, Breath of the Wild was a port of a Wii U game, and that's why it suffered like performance issues. Fuck, I had forgotten about that. You know, so it's funny. Sense. Yeah, somebody mentioned that at work the other day, and I I laughed it off because I thought they were making a joke until this <laughs> came up in our Twitter chat, and then I also realized I was like, oh yeah, Dude, no, that's that's right, yeah. It, Am I like Bernstein Bear? What, what do they call that? The uh, the Mandela affecting my own right. life? Is, has it always been this way? I guess. Right. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it makes sense that this this is performing a lot better. So that's very satisfying for me to hear. But Gage is right. Pushing it to its limits. like <laughs> You know what I mean? We are pushing Compared this 25cc <laughs> motorbike to its absolute limit. <laughs> okay. 45 right. miles per hour or whatever. <laughs> you, know, you know what, guys? Maybe this is Nintendo's last hurrah. This is their last, you know, go. And then here we're here. Com- song. Here comes Game. Keep saying this. Here comes and then Game. Absolutely a publisher? Not. I fucking, absolutely I wish. Not. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. The Switch is still selling too many units for them to just completely abandon it for a Switch 2, dude. Yeah, I don't know why that why that keeps I, popping up. That's not... The I Switch, if anything, has just solidified that they're not going anywhere. I don't know, though, because the 3DS was still selling very well when the Switch came out. So, like... Yeah, but those games, like... Like, well, there's only a very few games that were, like, 3DS-only games, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. Most are uh, backwards compatible? Yeah, I guess. I, I don't really know, to be honest. I only played a handful of 3DS games. Com- backwards compatible with, with what? 3DS and DS. Oh, yes. They were backwards compatible, right? With 3DS? Yeah, you could play DS games on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Oh. oh. I don't I'm understand. saying games made for 3DS. Yeah. What am I trying to say here? How do I explain this? There were... I don't remember any, like, many... 3DS only games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I mean, bruv. I don't. Know I mean, I. I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know any PS4 <laughs> Pro only games. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know right. though because like Smash Brothers let's, for 3DS and Wii U, those were two different games, right? Like they both had the same name, but they were two different games. If I'm remembering correctly. The Smash Brothers for 3DS versus Wii U. Oh man, but there's the Wii U. There's hella for... 3DS only games. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was. I don't know. I don't think this the 3DS was selling as much as it was before the Switch came out, though, was it? Like I don't know. this guy was not paying attention. Wrong. Ro was not even paying attention. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. 
I don't know what's happening. You guys, uh, I mean, I've lost my own thoughts of what <laughs> happened. I don't know. Sounds like Christian just went off no. the rails as he normally no. does. Hold on, no, no, hold on. We were saying <laughs> that the Switch is still selling well, so yeah. there sh probably should be no reason for a, a Switch Two to completely abandon the Switch. To which Daniel said, "Well, the 3DS happened, right? Mm -hmm. Along those lines, and now and they Nintendo made 3DS only games, right? Yes. So, so it's not beyond the realm of possibility that that they would do this with first Switch Two. Let me throw right, this, Daniel. Let me throw this out there. The 3DS okay. sold 7.27 million units in 2017 when the Switch came out. And the Switch came out April of that year. Yeah. So it was, it was still selling Damn. pretty well. Not bad. But I don't you know. You got me there. I'm not, I'm not trying to get anyone. I'm just, I just thought it was interesting because, like, there has to be a time we switch over. Like, when is it coming, Nintendo? Come on. Anywho. All right. Fantasy draft check-in, guys. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is coming out in two days, but we have reviews right now. Open Critic, it is sitting at an 86 right now, which gives me a cool 16 points. Mm, yes, 92% critics recommend it. Uh, yeah, uh, I think from, from the stuff I've read, people have said that it's seemingly improving on a lot of aspects from the original although christian you did link me uh with someone else that kind of said the opposite of that so i thought that was interesting as well um he's an outlier though okay i think consensus is that it it, it what you just said people gotcha. are enjoying it more than not enjoying it okay fair um so yeah i mean it's backed up by that by its 86 score i think the original was in the low 80s um so it's cool that seemingly got better fair warning. this is one I didn't send but fair warning to the pc players out there who are wanting to play star wars jedi survivor got to talk about that colon there okay. um uh, was very much not made for uh keyboard in mind like it's very much you can mm. tell like it was made for controller and apparently a lot of pc is like unlike many of the other games that have come out in the past year or two not up to snuff for you know performance wise easier no bueno no bueno. No bueno. Sorry, Gage. Anywho, uh, let's stack up our points here. Florida Man Publishing, Gage Dempster, you're sitting at 25 points still. Is that last? Uh, no, I'm last. Hell yeah. <laughs> but Christian hasn't picked up anything yet, so. I got to uh, pick up some games. Yes, yeah, I should do that. You do. We're almost, we're almost to May. You got to get some games on the board. Uh, Saliva Gang PDX Christian's team has 11 points. Uh, <laughs> nice name. Uh, the Lockhart's Rose team has 15 points. Rowe also needs to pick up some games. Atomic Heart kind of scarred me. I'm like afraid to make any decisions now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Lightfall, actually. Lightfall. And Lightfall, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't remind me. Ugh. And I am in first with, well, it says 78, but it hasn't calculated the 16 from Survivor yet. So that would put me. So you got even more than that. That would put me at 94 points in first place. Jesus. I don't want to play anymore. I don't even want to play anymore. Like, <laughs> shake your hand. <laughs> Call it a day. Uh, don't forget, Dan. By the way, yes. I just remembered yeah. as we spoke, we, we, we have a, a popcorn bet going mm -hmm. on, you and me. I, we do. Remember this? I, I forget. Yeah. I remember. 
Okay. <laughs> you want to hear it? You want to just wait, yes. wait till it happens next no, month? No, I want to hear it. Okay. Uh, Daniel bet that on May 12th, there will be a, a a day one patch for Tears of the Kingdom. And I said, there's no no way in hell that happens. We'll see. See. Hmm. We shall see. No, it's good. That's a good, that's a good bet. It's a good there will bet. definitely be one for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, though. Absolutely. Yep. Which, uh, that was one of the downfalls people were talking about. There are some technical issues with Jedi Survivor, because um, I think they did say there was a day one patch that reviewers hadn't um, played with that yet. So I guess we'll see. Somebody, there was a there was a good article regarding the reviews of this game, but like the, the, the like, I guess the telos of that was that it regarded like, what do we value more in reviews? Someone who has not beaten the game, but played a finished product of it even though it's like you know 10 hours in or someone who completed the game that like not the finished product what what do you value more not like, i mean that's such an interesting question it has to be the person who plays the finished product right because that's what you're getting in your hands that's that is a very interesting question though mm-hmm. one that i hadn't really thought of to be honest until that was positive on twitter it's gonna be really awkward when we all decide to revisit like the whole like ethics and journalism thing and we have to kind of like backtrack a little bit because there there are there's there's questions to be asked that are, like you know what i mean like, like it's a lot of the times it's not fair for the reviewers under the with the sort of deadlines they have to work in but i don't know it's interesting we uh we also have a review coming up here soon redfall release date is may 2nd is that right is it that oh soon next it tuesday is. Dude, this has been such. You want to talk about roller coasters with the whole Activision thing? Me picking up this game has been such a fucking roller coaster. I've gone from feeling like so high on it to like, oh my god, I don't know. I don't know what this is gonna do. By next week, we should know. I think. Be interesting. I almost don't want to find out though. That's the that's the problem. Yeah, that's that's a little nerve wracking. This one, huh? Yeah. Then we got May twelfth, of course. Zelda Breath of not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom for Christian's team. That's, oh, I got that one. Yeah, swag, <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> I love this game now. I want to keep playing. Ten out of ten. Uh, Kurik also for says Firmament coming out on May 18th, which I'm not familiar with that game, but I looked it up, and apparently it's a puzzle adventure game. So, uh, behind, from, yeah, from the studio behind Mist and Riven. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. So I was Very not cool. familiar with it. All right, Kirk, you got me back. Well, Christian, you can pick it up. Fancy critic. Yeah, no, I'm all right. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just heard about this game. I'm not going to, you know, that's start betting money on it. Yeah, that's fair. All right, moving into what you got for me, Daniel, what you got for me. Oh, thanks, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> so I picked up my Switch, okay, guys, for the first time in over a year, maybe years even. I don't even know. Uh, and I was firm. I Honestly, I picked it up because I was like, I think I'm going to buy Skyward Sword and play that because I haven't played it. And you guys were like, oh, that'd be a cool one to buy. Well, I turned it on and then I saw a game on the front screen and I'm like, well, fuck, I never finished that. So I should just go ahead and do that. So I've been playing Super Mario 3D World, <laughs> which I already That's owned cool. and I just hadn't. <laughs> uh, to be fair, though, I beat you- it on Wii U. I just never beat it okay. on Switch. Yeah, 
So you have the the plus Bowser's Fury. Yes, and I'm yeah, and I've never played the Bowser's Fury stuff, so I'm really intrigued to try that. On Wii U, did you complete the like actual completion where you go like do the secret the challenge levels? Probably not. That is like where the game actually gets good. I didn't like the the earlier stuff. Levels are too easy. I'm sorry. They are. I'm too good at Mario games. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just so good. No, that's so good. That's very fair. It is very easy, and it. I don't. I'm not. I don't find myself as enamored with it as I was with Mario Odyssey, but um, I'm having a good time with it at least. Like I pick. I've been picking it up at night before bed. Just has like a little chill down thing. So pretty pretty cool. At night before bed, so you're playing it around like what four thirty. Oh, PM? Because he's old? I'm even home yep. from work by that time. What do you mean? Doesn't matter. I, I, I got what I needed out of that interaction. Yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. you did. A little, little cream of wheat in Mario, Mario 3D world. <laughs> Roshan, take me out of freaking here because these guys are killing me. What you got for me? Um, I've been playing a little bit of Mario as well, actually. I, I picked up or I re-downloaded um, the 3D All-Stars collection and I was playing a bit of Sunshine for the same reason oh, you're playing yeah. uh, 3D World just as a little wind down game. Heck yeah. Because I really like Sunshine. And yeah, that's Thank kind you. of that's really it. That's all I think. <laughs> it's such a good game. Such a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. And I've, I've been thinking it's like, wow, I've really not been playing a lot of games recently. And like Coffee Talk came out and I booted that up for like maybe 10 seconds and then I stopped. Um, yeah, things are slowing down for me in the gaming side of things. <laughs> I think the next game that I'm going to playing is probably Breath of the Wild that like that I actually play and, and finish or Tears of the Kingdom sorry keeps I keep doing that <laughs> um but yeah that's probably the next thing that I'll I'll say because next week I I, I predicted right now I'm probably gonna have nothing but uh at least I had something this week a little a little sunshine respect you know what I just realized what I don't think I actually played Super Mario 3D World on Wii U I think you I lied. Well, no, I was re- I was thinking about it. So you're a liar. No, I was thinking about it. I think I played 3D Land on 3DS, not uh, 3D World. I skipped. So not what you claimed earlier. Then yeah, but I'm playing it on Switch right now. So a that's better console. True. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's yeah. true. Because I did sell my Wii U pretty quickly. Because you know, wow. yeah. Well, sure. I yeah. <laughs> I won't knock you. There. Christian, what you got for me? I was supposed to have beaten RE4 remake by by today. Um I still haven't. Um I'm close. I think I'm on the final chapter. Uh wait. What I have been playing. The final chapter, are you sure? Yeah, well. Cause do you want to say how many chapters there are? Uh I think 17. I think oh, I guess I'm not. I, I yeah. Because I'm the, either on 16 or I'm on 15. Because the last chapter is very quick. Like it's yeah. Oh, then I'm then I'm probably two away then. Okay. Um, but what I have been playing instead is a lot of Destiny. Um, just shy of 1800. Uh, a lot of Iron Banner. Getting my nice. pinnacles for the week. Dungeons. So uh, uh, like we made like a new clan. Based on what I said last week, where we're like, we have we, you know, our our friend group now has two of each um, class, you know, two hunters, two titans, two uh, warlocks. 
And what we, we decided to do as a friend group, since there are three people or two people who have never raided before, is to go through all the raids that are available to, to us together as a, as a fire team. So just knock them all out together over the course of like a week or two. And that should be, should be a lot of fun just to experience all that together again. So that'd be very fun. Mm-hmm. Guardian games next week. Guardian games. Oh, yeah? The Olympics for guardians. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Very exciting. Are they bringing back racing? Sparrow racing. Nope. They will never do SRL? that. SRL. It pisses me off so much. That's so, I'm so angry. <laughs> they released something. Everyone loved it. And they're like, cool. We're never not again. doing it ever. We're bringing back guardian games. We know how much you love. Dude. Was there complaints about, about Sparrow week. League Racing? Because I, I remember everyone loving it. Like, I'm just so confused. No, yeah, it was a thing that everybody loved. Um, I'm confused as well. I'm guessing it takes too much development, is what my mm-hmm. guess is. To this is the up. one thing that they could reskin, and That's I wouldn't fair. care. Just yeah. do the same thing over and over again. Sure. I would, I would love it. They Here's reskin the thing, the thing that they bring back anyway. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, they had more. No, that's that was that was it. <laughs> here's the th- here's the thing about Bungie that I had forgotten about is like I forgot about talk about this last week, but they were like on Wednesday or maybe like Tuesday night last week, they released a patch. And that patch brought forth numerous audio issues. And uh, it broke a lot of things. Chief among them was like audio issues. Like you have to tr- go into your settings and turn off 3D audio on PlayStation, or else you just get like this horrible crackling noise. It's disgusting. Um you can't like make make noises out at all. Um, they still have yet to fix that. It's been like over a week. However, what they did fix was like when they found out there was like a small exploit with the economy, it was ah. fixed within, within like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow, they, they really got on that. But when it's like game breaking stuff, it's like, take, take your sweet time, Bungie, I guess. Amen. I'm done. Amen, brother. <laughs> you just hey. say stay mad, brother? No, I said <laughs> amen, amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> stay yeah, stay mad, bro. Oh, I'd say that. I was like, Dan's getting spicy today. I like no, it. No, 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 no. Gage, what she got for me? I got a whole lot of nothing, my guy. Um, actually, that's not true. It doesn't. It doesn't deserve to be called nothing because it's beautiful. I've actually started playing Hades again. Um, nice. Yep, I've. I've now put just as much time into it after fully completing it that I did before. Like I just keep, I can't stop playing this game. It's so fucking good. And especially with when we get into tots, like this that's kind of what I've been eyeing up a little bit in terms of uh connecting those two worlds, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. We're getting a sequel to that game. We're getting a sequel and it looks good. It I looks so wait. good. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hades, and then what else? Nothing else, really. Um, getting into racing games again, because I'm becoming a car junkie. So that's cool. Yes. <laughs> You're on PC. Just download a set of Corsa with me, so we can just, like... No, we'll get into this later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move into the topic of the show, guys. As Gage alluded to, AMD has announced... The Ryzen Z1 and Z1 Extreme for handheld gaming PCs. Uh, Hell yeah. The Ryzen Z1 Extreme has 8.6 teraflops of performance, woo, which is more than the Xbox One X. I got to carefully say that. Yes. More than the Xbox One X. Um, yes. Anywho. 
the Ryzen Z1 Extreme pairs 8 AMD Zen 4 CPU cores and 16 threads of 12 with its RDNA 3 graphics and comes with 24 megabytes of cache and promises up to a whopping 8.6 teraflops of raw graphic performance. Far closer to the 10.28 teraflops of a Sony PS5 than the 1.6 teraflops you get with a Steam Deck. Put that all in perspective there. So it's about seven <laughs> times, six or seven times more powerful, maybe not that much, than the Steam Deck. Um, it's very impressive. It's still a substantial amount. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the the normal one, the Z1, not extreme, uh, has up to a 2.8 teraflops of performance. So um, not quite as much, but still more than the Steam Deck in its own right. So this brings up interesting questions about what's coming and what's on the way, uh, which we have one that's officially confirmed. Asus ROG Alley is officially confirmed, and it is coming uh, with a release date of may 11th which is very soon and it will be priced under a thousand dollars according to reports now after this report came out tom warren posted a retweet of someone else that seemed to have more details and again take this with a, a grain of salt because i don't know who this person is uh they're called snoopy tech but i would imagine if tom warren's retweeting it it has some kind of legitimacy um yeah. but uh, here's here's a little thread for you. A 7-inch fully HD, so 1080p, 120 hertz screen, which is 120 frames per second. That would be crazy. on a And is OLED. And, uh, and is OLED. And is oh, OLED. Oh, shit. What yeah. the fuck? Uh, yeah. And it uses the AMD Z1 Extreme, which is the one that has the more uh, graphics uh, capability we just talked about. 16 gigs of RAM, which is insane. AMD Radeon Navi 3 graphics and 512 gig SSD, which is also beefy compared to Steam Deck, which I think that's the top UFS, end. right? Well, yeah, uh, yeah. If, if you get the top end, you get the SSD, but the other ones are just UFS 3.1, I think, right? I think that's correct. Yes. Uh, and it also has Dolby Atmos surround sound, according to this. Uh, play almost any game that runs on Windows, Steam, GOG, Xbox Game Pass, GE Force Now, Android, and more. That is, yeah, that's seemingly very beefy. And the price point he is saying is six ninety nine, which is very good price, I think, compared to the Steam. If Game. if they hit that, that is insane. No, they... no, no, look at the re look at the replies. The, the first okay. one, I doubt this price is real. Tom Warren, agreed. Then why oh. are you retweeting this? <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. What the well, heck? Okay, but, but if you go further, this, he's, kind of, he's kind of talking out of both sides of his mouth because then somebody mentions, sure, sure, sure. Then somebody mentions that, that they're skeptical as well, and he actually backs it up and says that Microsoft has apparently partnered with Asus, but they haven't given any sort of official numbers. So if they're getting some funding from Microsoft, they might be willing to take a hit on the price. So yes. like. Yeah, this guy, this tech Snoopy guy, I've seen him a few times. He's, uh, yeah, like it's it's hit or miss, but he's definitely given accurate information before. I'm pretty sure he actually leaked the specs of this well before they were fully announced. And one of um, the one of uh, Microsoft's big wigs, I think, is attending their reveal event too. Like, yeah, I think, 
I think this is kind of like a Samsung deal where there's they're heavily mm-hmm. investing, but maybe just kind of not talking about it as much. Which, if that is the case, then if they're able to hit this price, seven hundred American, that's insane. That you are getting so much bang for your buck. And uh, there have been some hands-on videos that I've watched. Um, I, I, I will continue to say that if you want unbiased tech uh, reviews, Linus Tech Tips is probably one of the best places to go in terms of just getting brutal, honest opinion. And uh, he was pretty impressed with the system overall. And apparently, like, on paper, like, when you look at the teraflops and all that stuff, it's, like, 6 to 8 or 6 to 7 per- uh, times the performance. On an actual sort of real-world real, real world use, you're getting 50% to double the performance of a Steam Deck, which is still incredibly impressive, considering that you have a 1080p OLED 120Hz screen. Gage, you were just talking about wanting to like downsize and like get rid of your PC, and I know this may not necessarily what fit that fuck? net. That this may yeah. not fit that niche, but like this may like intrigue you to like kind of do that, and then have just like a little laptop or something on the side for other things. Like, I'm definitely eyeing this up, especially with my new position at my job, where there's sometimes a lot of downtime. This like this thing looks incredible, and I wanted to get, I wanted to jump on the Steam Deck, but it was. Like there was not that much of a performance increase over the Switch, whereas I'm looking at this and I'm like, th- you can watch hands-on previews right now of people playing Forza Horizon Five. Now, yeah, battery life, of course, it's a handheld. It's, right. Of course, you're gonna drain it. But this is the thing: people bring that up, and I'm like, we also live in a time like battery banks exist. You guys realize this, right? You can go to fucking Walmart and get a battery bank for thirty dollars. Anyways, that's besides the point. There's video right now of people playing Forza Horizon Five maxed out in 1080 getting above 60 frames steady on a handheld i'm like what on an oled like what are what is this this is so cool man this is so cool i i'm all about this nice place to play hades though hades too <laughs> perfect place to play hades which is what my little uh reference was to earlier that's that's why i'm eyeing this up stardew valley moonlighter hades like this this People are saying like you're not going to use the ten, you're not going to use the 120 hertz because it's like well, there's a whole genre of games that are not super graphically demanding that are still gorgeous that'll mm-hmm. pop on an OLED that you will be able to make use of that 120 hertz. Like Hades is so like, especially if you're grinding out the packs of punishment, like I'm like I've been doing, and like, oh man, this sounds perfect for that. Like this is a, this this looks like an impressive little machine. It does sound perfect. I'd say my only. My only concern with this is, and, and this is talking about the, the totality of it, not this specific device, uh, are developers going to optimize all of these devices to be like, you know, perfectly optimized on PC? Because already we're seeing PC games not getting proper optimization by developers. Like, and I feel like the more platforms that are out there, the more we're going to get like developers that are just like, all right, we're not going to focus on this one. We're not going to focus on this one. We're just going to focus on this one. And like, you know, some of them have worse uh, experiences as a result. Right. That's my only now the, concern. And like, I hate to be I hate to be an Asus fanboy right now, but like just with this machine, like every time there's there's like a concern like this. I, I don't know if this thread mentioned it. This runs stock Windows 11. Like that, yeah. So, so when you're playing Steam, this just registers as a PC. Like, it's not like its own UI or own operating system. This just runs stock Windows 11. Yeah. <laughs> so you're implying that there would no not have to be any further optimization as long as they're all, it's it's well made for PC. 
you would have no be, issues playing on, on. I mean, this is, yeah, I mean, the, the system on a chip is essentially just another, it's probably just going to read as another AMD chip. And then the graphics card, like I said, RDNA 3. So right. it's no different than just if they released, uh, if tomorrow AMD announced a 6970 or something. That's then they, true. It's, yeah. it's no different than that. Now, if it was running its own UI and, and every game had to be optimized, optimized to, like, yeah, that would be, yeah. True. Wow, this could be huge. Could be huge. I yeah yeah. I love stuff like like this. I, I don't have a Steam Deck yet, but it's definitely something that I would love to to get. As someone who loves handheld gaming, me and Dan uh, keep talking about how much we play the Switch handheld. Yes. Even though <laughs> even though we have a TV right in front of us, we still play it handheld. Um, and yeah, like if PlayStation were. If like in a in this world where PlayStation has a PS5 and they have a PS Vita that plays the PS5 games, I would buy the PS Vita. Like I wouldn't get the console. I would just want to play those games handheld. I would play Final Fantasy 16 handheld if if I could. Right. Um, but yeah, it coming in at this price for the like Gage was saying, really great bang for your buck. Um, I don't know if I would get it right away. Obviously, I don't have the Steam Deck yet. If I if I could, I would already have it. But in the grand scheme of things, this is pretty affordable for what it's for what it's offering. I think it's really cool. You know, we should. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We should mention as well uh, that there is just some other cool things that Asus is doing with this. Is that they do have a dock in development. They are planning to add horsepower to the machine with the dock, which is something that I think uh, mm. the, was an oversight with the Steam Deck because that would have been mm-hmm. that would have been great. Um, mm. And then Dan, you and I talked about this in the group chat. The, it's in the, the wide availability is not necessarily there yet, but they do have support for eGPUs, which they actually have. Asus makes their own, so um, even though you'd have to pay proprietary prices, like the the fact that you can somebody who doesn't want to ever deal with like the ins and outs and driver updates and all that stuff, like you can the, the path forward with this machine is there that you could buy this. And then eventually, you know, a year or two from there, you could buy the eGPU for like a thousand or fifteen hundred bucks, whatever it is. And then you could get the dock, and then like you have the handheld, which is already pretty uh, impressive performance. And then you can actually dock it and get more performance for when you want to play it on your TV. So like everything about this, it seems like they, and actually there's there's been some uh, stories breaking that they've actually been working on this for years and just never told anybody. Um, cause there's a bunch of like different design phases that are leaking now of like, they went through like apparently like 10 or 15 different designs in this thing over the course of like five years back. So it seems like they almost waited with the steam deck and looked at like what mm-hmm. everything like that people were kind of like wanting. And like, like I said, like when you look on paper, like we'll have to wait and see in the wild, but like this thing looks incredibly impressive. It looks like they really took all the qualms and like the wants that people had with the steam deck and they're like, okay, we're doing it. You know, what's interesting this is so this is the most powerful chip that they announced. What if they built one that's with the standard chip that's still more powerful than the Steam Deck? And assumingly that would be a much cheaper price. Like they could get it probably f- maybe five hundred dollars or something like right. that would be extremely attractive. So if you dig through not Tom Warren's thread, but the person he quote tweeted that leaked it, he yeah. actually says that same thing that oh. the seven hundred dollar one is the Z1 Extreme and that there he's expecting there to be a cheaper option. So you're actually onto something, Dan, that this 
what we're seeing is incredible bang for your buck, but there might even be better value if you don't care that much. Very cool. I don't what does that compare to the base model of the Steam Deck? Is that like around 800? The base model? No, base no. model is closer to 500, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay, then I'm silly. I'm silly. Yeah, because I think the, the max Steam Deck is like 649, I think. Oh, gotcha, okay. Yeah. But this is like marginally more impressive tech-wise than... Absolutely, because the Steam, Steam Deck, Deck, I think, is running 800p, which is really 720p, but it's just a different aspect ratio. Sure. And 60 hertz, non-OLED, I think IPS. And then, like Dan said, for the... Unless you're getting the top tier one, you're getting UFS storage, which is pretty much just USB storage. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, no extra horsepower with the dock. So like, yeah, uh, Asus ROG Ally is looking real good right now. And then let's let, let's not get let's also just talk about like the design, like the physical design of the oh, device is also just beautiful. pretty attractive, right? So you've got all this impressive tech, uh, a potentially really impressive price tag, and then the cherry on top is that the machine, in my opinion, actually just looks nicer than the Steam Deck. Like they've got a all, bit of flair to it. All the RGB stuff you can do to it, really cool. Now, Which Dan, again is two toned. That's oh. true, Dan. That's, that's true. What are you gonna do? That's fair, but the difference is, is the the second tone is on buttons and like you know D pads and stuff like that. It's not on the actual design of the controller. So like. Yeah, I feel like that's a little different, but still, I would prefer it to be it's, all one. It's entirely color. different. I'm just being an ass. <laughs> also, apparently May 11th is when it's launching. Yeah, that's I don't know if it, I, that still sounds so crazy to me without it being like announced where it's just like a yeah. day and date like it's out now. They have, an, a, they have an event scheduled. Uh, oh, do they? Frick, I forget what day it is, but yeah, um, they have three people that are, are kind of hosting the event, which one of them is the Microsoft person that's high up. Um, see if I can find that real quick. Yeah. I just, oh, well, the I launch that. event is on May 11th. So, got it. They're holding the oh, event on May 11th. Oh, okay. So maybe it do- does it launch? I could have sworn I heard someone say that, that it launches on May 11th, but I could have maybe I was it, just being dyslexic and it's the launch event they i think it's both so it is a special launch event and it's coming may 11th so they're very launching. exciting console <laughs> day before zelda yeah so this Whoa. is like this is just what this is a cool moment in tech because they announced this on april fools and everyone assumed it was april fools That's true. and then a couple days went by and they're like just kidding we're actually making this <laughs> people were still skeptical and like i said it's come out now that they've been working on this for like a good long while so it's not like they're just a, on a whim everything about this they've just gone about this the right way like this is kind of like a rare moment in tech i feel like this is we should be giving asus a lot of love right now and now if it comes out and it's a dud like then that's totally different right but as of right now this is looking this is looking real good all right so the raw gal you know what else is looking real good oh, <laughs> rog dan rog whatever rog ally that that's in the dust now let's move on to what else we could see maybe from this could the next gen nintendo switch use yes. one of these chips and personally like oh i think maybe not the extreme yes agreed uh and like the co- the other thing is, is the Nintendo Switch in its current iteration uses the NVIDIA Tegra chip, which is their mobile processing chip, which 
Nvidia is historically more expensive than AMD, but I don't yeah. think when the Switch came out, AMD was as far along as they are now uh, in terms of mm. like their mobile mm. chips. So I think that I I would think that Nintendo is going to switch to AMD because of course Xbox and PlayStation both switched to AMD from Nvidia previously um, on their old consoles. So I think it's very possible that we see a switch there and like the price point could could be pretty feasible for them at least for the uh, lower tiered um the lower tiered uh, uh Z1 not the Z1 extreme. Right. So possibly maybe maybe it hopefully, really is coming Gamescom. Maybe it's coming. Hopefully uh yeah, hopefully they're not locked into some sort of agreement with Nvidia because true. Yeah, you get way more performance and I uh, uh PlayStation and Xbox have been using AMD processors and graphics since what? Xbox 1 generation? I think 360 was the last Correct. time yeah. that they used Nvidia. Yeah. Yep. So like but you're right, like uh AMD hasn't offered a system on a chip um until like recently, right? So for for me it's just tough to imagine Nintendo doing anything that is um utilizing newer tech and something that's going to be like a, a you know hardware that's, you know, uh, close to as powerful as its, you know, other competitors, you know, RE, Xbox, PlayStation. Because that, that, like, Nintendo has never really screamed that to me. Especially, like, when you look at their practice, they just haven't really done that. Um, so it, it is, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but it's it's still tough for me to imagine. And then I, I also think about, like, in terms of, like, price and affordability. Usually, like, they're just, it, it's close, but they're a little bit more uh, affordable than, than yeah. its competitors. So it's and they favor style over graphical fidelity, even yeah, though yeah. Zelda Nintendo games with like high graphics would be, would be kind of nice. You know what I mean? But but still, so it, it is tough for me to to think about. Um, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. But like they could even devote that extra horsepower to like think like when I look at clips of like Tears of the Kingdom and I see like the cool like Banjo Kazooie esque stuff you can do in that. I'm like, sure. well, this is this is running on a toaster now. Resource, so even if yeah. even if they just kept the graphics the same and used all that extra horsepower for like behind the scenes stuff, like especially like when you look at games like Mario Kart and like Super Mario and all, like, like they could do some really cool things. I feel yeah. like I feel like you're totally right, Christian. It's just it's the difference between what Nintendo wants and what the developers want. I'm sure the developers would love sure. to have extra horsepower and then just choose not to use it if they don't want to. But you're right, Nintendo wants to hit that affordability and. It's just like you have two of these sides butting heads now. If there's a Switch 2 with this chip in it, I'm buying it. Oh, <laughs> that'll, be a t that'll, that'll be tough. That's the thing. If I go and I get this ROG Ally and then they announce a Switch 2 with the same chip in it, I'm like, well... You have gonna, to get it, though. Gonna hurt. You know, <laughs> you just Nintendo. get both. Yeah. Ro, are, are you going to... Are you down with this idea? Are you you wanting this chip in the next next? <laughs> I want this chip in me. Yeah, I, I, I would love. I would love it. This. I just changed my name. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it if yeah. Nintendo used used this uh, uh, chip. I, I am kind of siding with Christian, though. I, it's hard for me to imagine them actually doing it. Uh, I can't even think of a reason besides them being Nintendo. Um, but it would be great. I would. I would love to see what Nintendo could do with that. Um, but I, I was I was thinking when Christian was saying Nintendo has never and and we I've said it before too ha, ha, that Nintendo has never been one to compete with their competitors when it comes to graphics and stuff like that. And I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think this is correct, but ha, I don't know if it's correct. I should say um, 
but like in the GameCube and the PlayStation Two era, and like even earlier sure. than that, wouldn't you yeah. say that they would be like? Yes. And I guess maybe it wasn't as the competition wasn't as steep, but graphically wise. But I would say like they're pretty. Cl- they were close back then. I'm with right? you there. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was start with the start of like the HD era with like yeah. the Wii and then the split off into Xbox mm-hmm. and PS3. Where like you can see like where they were going. Yeah. Um. I yeah, just I'm hope with that. You. I just what I'm why I bring that up is just that I that even though I agree that they're not doing that now, I hope that we do get to a point where they do it again because I think they did do it in the past. So it'd be great if they do get this this chip and they up their Mario's a little bit more. And there's even though I think the art styles in those games are fantastic, Mm. it'd be great if they can push it a a little bit further because then it would be even even more more magical. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed. And the Mario movie puts a little pressure on that as well, because that movie looked so phenomenal, like the art style, animation, everything looked really yeah. good. Like, yeah, I, that's a good point. Dan. I wonder if they inadvertently put like pressure on themselves because now these <laughs> kids are going to go see this crazy movie with their stupid little eyeballs have never seen anything like this. And then they're going to go home and play. They don't care. Mario. They don't care. That's fair. Granted, yeah. it's, it's it's anecdotal, but like because of this movie, my friend's kids are playing uh, the uh, NES and SNES Mini. And they're playing Mario on that, wow. and they're having a blast. And okay. so they don't care. They don't care. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's why that's Nintendo keeps doing it. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's fun. Where's our next Mario game? Like, Gamescom. I don't know. Maybe. Or the next August? Switch. No, uh, Miyamoto said it's coming in a future direct. So not James Cobb. Right. <laughs> I guess we'll keep waiting. And we'll keep waiting for the Switch 2. Who knows? All right, guys. Anything else before we close out the show here? Gaming. 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 Thank you to everyone joining us live on YouTube and Twitch as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, not SoundCloud, I don't know why I said that, it was habit, Spotify, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you, Ro. Thank you, Christian. Thank you, Gage. I am Daniel, and this has been Podcast PXN, and we are out. Much love, and keep on gaming. Check your body for lumps. Probably should do that. Also use code... Uh, Daniel Prindle at your Whole Green Whole Foods to get 15% off your man meat. See ya. Whole Greens. <laughs>